Welcome to Into the Mirror, where we discuss healings, transformations, and awakenings. My name is Alexander, and this is Brody. We'll be your hosts today. So we're going to talk about therapy and resistance to therapy, and not just what therapy is in the Western mind, but what actual therapy is, how to find someone that you respect, someone that you actually will listen to, someone that has actually has empathy, compassion, no judgment, all those details. They are all things with therapy I had to find. I have a wonderful guy that I think is amazing for a therapist, even though I feel really good all the time. It's been learning what and how the therapy relationship evolves and what you begin at and what you get to. So anyway, I know that's a long title because it's a really, I couldn't come up with a title name. So therapy and its resistance. Brody, how are you today? And what's your thing with therapy and resistance and just your journey with therapy and that in general? Yeah, for me with therapy, it was a long journey because I've been in and out of rehabs, jails, and institutions. And the thing with therapy for so long, I was so resistant to it because it just felt like somebody was condemning me, not only just for being in therapy, I felt yucky, like, oh, I'm a weirdo or something like that. But also, it was like somebody was like pointing down, like showing me what how to do my life. And I was like, it's my life, I'm going to live it how I want to. But it's it's changed over the years. And it's, it's actually been super helpful. Like Alex said, you want to find somebody that you respect. But like, it's a neutral observer. And I wanted to elaborate on that because you want somebody more neutral than anything like not somebody who's connected to you like that you love it's like somebody yeah, you can't yeah comp- it adds- can help you see what you're not seeing so i like my therapist now um very carl jungian um he's uh, but very spiritual and has all the western degree stuff and has a lot of the eastern and he also does like mma fighting I mean, literally, that's my therapist. He's a an amateur MMA fighter, guru kind of not not new age, but actually very knows his stuff. He um he's been part of my journey before prison, and he was the neutral observer. He was able to not judge the whole story, and I felt that with him. He's like a when I'm with him, it's a wise. It's more I respect. He's wise, and you know, my dad has passed away. I think I looked a wiser old like man. He's probably only ten years older than me, if that. But he has a piece to him that I, I admire. He has a he's more he's slower paced but still fast because he's an MMA fighter. Like that's what I love. Mm-hmm. I really I found or my mom, my mom was always good at finding different types of therapies as I was going through addiction. So she would find ones and I would resist them just like you. And it would be like they I only wanted to see the ones that could write me prescriptions. <laughs> um I didn't want to see, I mean, to be, that's honestly, I could care less about talking about the garbage that I already was very good at talking about inside. Yeah. So therapy was very, I had to learn it's not about just talking like, oh yeah, we go have coffee and we talk about like our problems. That's problems, a, no. That, that's part of therapy sometimes mm-hmm. when you're just venting, but it's very unhealthy if you stay in that stuff. So yeah, my and- first I'm trying to think back to my first therapy, why I ended up in the same reason, addiction. I think it was for rehab. And the thing about rehab therapy is no one wants to be there already. No one. The whole energy of the place wants to be there. So these therapists already know most. You know, it's just the energy is very hard. So I could 
my observations of what therapy was at first were not accurate is what I'm trying to say. I like going into therapy and saying, I went to rehab. I know what therapy is. It's just absurdity. It's like the same person saying I took a mushroom and I know what awakening is. It's, mm -hmm. it's just base level, you know, very simple. So we have to look at, we've come so far as a society because it used to be, you're going to the shrink. <laughs> then even the word shrink, like what's, what's shrinking there. You're trying to expand as a person. Like it's, it was really hard for people and I just want to give acknowledgement to society. We've come a long way and mental health is finally becoming a topic. And that's wonderful and beautiful. But at the same time, people also need to see that we all need therapists. It doesn't matter if you're the president of the United States. Oh, Actually, yeah, they, they need more therapy. Well, they they, they <laughs> say mental health, like an unwellness. Sorry, like we're not unwell because we need, we talk and need to express truth. Like, all right therapy like i got stuck for years because of my aversion to talk about the trauma from childhood and all those things that i thought my mind had told me they don't matter anymore i had put them away they had, all those traumas would only come up when i stopped using or things like that and they wouldn't always come up so i thought i was free and clear but as i got older i started noticing that what I thought I needed to talk about and what I actually needed to talk about were way different. And most therapists don't know. Like I'm not mo like most I sent didn't know they weren't able, they weren't healthy enough themselves. So that's why it took me a while to find the right therapist. I, you can't just stay with the first one or you can't go to one and say, cause believe me, like one per, I know some friends in the medical community that need mental health therapy bad but they don't get it due to compassion fatigue due to like because they think they're medical and they understand and can diagnose but right. well, some of the most awfully sick people i meet are therapists and medical people because they i don't know if it's because they don't believe they need it or what but because well, they, because that stigma has always been there and it's still still around is Oh, okay. I'm I'm here. This person's down here. When nobody's up here, nobody's down here. We're all here, but we yeah. we we're all brothers and sisters. Nobody is better than anybody no, else. That's, that's, that's the I was problem. To my mom about the therapy and doc, the medical community in general, because I've had lots of trauma with the medical world, like lots of just awful things, experiences. Like you've had yours, but at least you you know got through your you know like all my dad dying the sicknesses the addiction the deceptions from the man it made me very unlikely for a while to trust any of them because yeah. they're still trained from the same system so mm -hmm. this is what i'm saying like if the system is inherently sick at first it does not matter how smart you are at absorbing the sick system it's still a fucking sick system and that's yeah, exactly that i'm having i've had trouble with because it is sick and i give love you know that but there's sickness and it's insidious, like deep, dark, like root systems that are decaying. Yeah. Like, like on the top, they're like, look, I exercise, I run, everything's fine, everything's perfect, you know, but people are so afraid to get honest and truthful. Um, and this goes into therapy. I'm telling you, the aversion, the thing you're afraid of, the thing you're running from is usually the, usually not black and white, the thing you must focus on. And that's yeah. like, that's the, it's not complicated. Like, People are like, oh, what? I need it. No. See, this happened in childhood. And this it is no. complicated because there's so many smoke and mirrors. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's not. It's so many. Like the mind, too, when you're in afraid, will try to.
bury yourself into the brain so far away from the heart and it doesn't feel it, right? You just make these different, like I'm going into an infinity maze of tree, you know, of neurons to hide from that pain. So like when you start digging back through those let, like through those smoke and mirrors, getting through the mirror realm and finding your center, that takes time in a wise therapist that actually works. And it doesn't have to be just Western. This is what I, it could be any therapist of wisdom and health because it does not matter yeah. on, on his certifications. Therapy is just a therapist is just a title. Yeah. Because what are they, they, they've studied books and they've watched, they studied very unhealthy people their whole career. So they see unhealthy. And if you are slightly afraid, like they'll point, like, I've seen this doctors do what I tell them to do straight up psychiatrists do what I tell them to do whether or not they know it or not I can tell you I got so I manipulated so many doctors so easily with whatever I wanted to get I just stopped believing in them at all because like guys I just told you this and you still just gave me this thing like oxycotton or you know benzos or all these drugs I would have total history of all this chaos and they would know it even my rehab doctor prescribed me Oxycontin out of rehab. Listen to that. That's from the best, re one of the best rehabs in California. I won't name it. <laughs> Most extensive. That's what I'm saying. The system is unhealthy when you're like, because it's unhealthy. It's just not. It's not healthy. So how do we find good therapy, good people that are healthy in that sick world, right? And that's because the, they do exist. That's what I'm saying. They do. Yeah. And it's getting better. There's more options available. For example, I use BetterHelp, which you can change therapists at your discretion. And not only that, it's it's relatively affordable and they can give you discounts. It's quick. You can use it right from your phone. And I'm not sponsored by them, obviously. But no, no, I, I do want to say that we are finding more options. And that's the truth. That's there are, but you can't. What I learned is going to your primary care physician or any of that for any of that is not going to be where you find the answer. I mean, they might direct you to a therapist, but I found the best way is to, to like, first of all, when you're ready, you're ready. If you don't believe you're ready for it, being forced into therapy won't matter because you're not, you're, resi you're too resistant. You have to be open for any of this stuff to ever work. Like, like for me, my cynicism of them all being lying, easy, manipulatable doctors, what I just said, had to go. I had to let go of that belief system because I kept recreating that in every therapy situation. I would, I would, I would, in a way, I would control. The, I, I had so much experience in therapy that those doctors didn't have as much as I did. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they literally, like I knew their school. So when you get what's called treatment savvy. <laughs> It's, it's a deadly, deadly, deadly thing. And I became treatment savvy very quick. So like in my addiction helped like keep myself. Safe. Yeah. So that's, that's why I'm trying to bring up good therapists that in try to honor when it's you like me, I was being the jackass. I was the jack. Yeah, they're idiots, but I'm the idiot for making them idiots. If I can control them and I do know what's going on, then why am I, you know, you see what I'm saying? It's me. I find the therapist and yeah, there are sick people, but only when I'm sick. Like I was sick then. It's funny. Now I find therapists that are healthy because I'm healthy. What the fuck? Like I'm just saying that. That's kind of weird, you know. Like, yeah, and I mean the whole the whole thing with this and asking for help is it's there's no such thing as anybody who's gone through life and says they're self made. Bullshit, dude. You're not self made. Everybody has 
you have to have help from others to do anything in this life. And not only that, you know, not only that, it's like, why, why be resistant to help? Because people are helpful. And I know trauma trauma causes that resistance that you don't trust anybody. Yeah. That's my, listen, like, listen, that's our own limitation. I'm trying to share my, not to be like, like, it was hard because that was, I was in and out of overdoses and then like three day cycles because suicide watch. Cause I overdosed. I wasn't trying to kill myself. I was just trying to not feel like I was dying. And that right. was, that's the truth. Like I, so drugs became my only way. Therapy's awful because you have all of the withdrawal stuff from the drugs. And then you have all that shit you were covering up on top of underneath that. Yeah. So get, for me to be able to go into a Trump, like to say like, yeah, there was trauma when I was a kid and it was awful. I felt like this and this and this and it and to say it because first of all the belief what I believe was not true. It was absolutely not true. And the only way I could get it cleared for me is to like talk about it, right? To openly be brave. Like and for me, once I took those first steps, it was everything started. It was like dominoes. It was just one step for me because it was just being open to possibility and surrender. Surrendering is not giving up surrendering is letting go of the resistance to change it's not about a war stop letting the war and germans and americans that is not what surrender and any of this is about so like surrender is that resistance we just like that to go in that there might just be a possibility that these guys aren't idiots and they aren't manipulatable and i'm not gonna like because like i believe that so much it always seemed to happen because i had the confidence like it was weird. I became like a, a good attorney in those therapy rooms to get what I wanted and to protect myself from feeling the pain. So you can go into therapy for 10 years and gain nothing. Right. <laughs> if you're like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I gained a lot, but only after I got better and I looked at those sessions from a Yeah, I mean, that's, that's why like, it's important to find your, what works for you because you only know, you're the only one who knows what's actually helping you and what's helping. You know, so I'm not tell I tell you and recommend to you people what worked for me, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you. Ultimately, you're going to have to try different you're, things, you're building experiment your new and find that. And it's the same thing with finding a good therapist that you respect and trust. So therapy, then I what I do, my pattern now involves, like I say, exercise, just movement, meditation. And then, um, you know, I. I'm of service to everyone. I can be of service. That's one of the things that changes everything. Absolutely. Start giving to others. If you have mm-hmm. a bad attitude, go donate something, go give something. I guarantee it'll change everything. Or I even guarantee- having the attitude, the attitude of service, the, the intention yeah, of you can't service. Always do it, but like doing service wherever you can, like for others, like I cleaned up the house yesterday, not like to be of service so that it's a really like a cleaning stuff up, like to be good to other to my well to my roommate but um like being good to yourself too be being good self-talk and that changed my life was learning the way i was talking to myself and therapists can help you do that therapy yeah so i can point out like your therapist i have now like just think about what i had then the manipulatable ones and the ones now the one now doesn't prescribe meds well and would beat my ass if i tried to like not in a real way but like he's mma yeah tougher than me he in that way and doesn't mean he's better or anything i there's no like 
difference of my worthiness. So if you're like me, you might deal with shame for a long time and you might feel unworthy to even discuss this and the shame of talking about it. I guarantee they, the only judgment you're going to feel from a good therapist is yourself to see what you're judging. That's good to look at your self-judgment and to remove it. And so therapists can offer perspectives, wise perspectives, and there shouldn't be like, like I don't see a woman therapist that's attractive. I don't see people that make me like, because I know myself and I don't like being distracted when I'm doing therapy, right? I don't like thinking of it or there's just, I don't, for me to be myself, to be my core self, I had to find a straight male man that was they're sensitive, emotionally sensitive, right? Able with empathy, but also stands up for himself and sets healthy boundaries and does things different. Does it? These are all freaking gems that you said right there, because he said, this is who I am and who I believe myself to be. And I'm, I'm looking for someone similar who can be a neutral observer to all of that. It's so cool. Like, and he's someone that's deep. He can handle my weird, like, I found a therapist that can like, you know, this podcast is like 10% of the depth, you know, the stuff I have to talk about in terms of like yeah. the mystic. So he understands like the ancient Eastern awakening and past. So I can share my crazy. And he literally says that he knows, like, he just knows things I need to hear sometimes, you know, and I'm grateful. See, I'm so grateful for those people, the people that are willing to fight through their struggles and then be good therapists, right? Empathy. Right. I never thought I would say I'd be grateful for therapy, but here I am. And so, guys yeah. like, you know, neuroplasticity and getting into your heart space, all these wonderful things. There's there's so many different forms of therapy, like in and you you meditation is like self-therapy. So I, I tried, let me, I'll list the things that I did. I've done EMDR, cognitive yep. behavioral therapy, mm -hmm. dialectical therapy. Um, I've done the um, trauma release therapy. I've mm -hmm. done a lot of machines, meditations, breathing, done straight East. I've done everyone you could possibly think like of. Biofeedback. Like biofeedback. Have you done biofeedback? Well, well, it depends what style, man. I've done a lot of different types of things. I did some brain scans where I did full brain scans and like MRIs, like some serious stuff. And that's all cool. And it did clearly information stuck with me because I did learn. Look, I have wisdom now, but it took a lot like with experiential wisdom. It usually it takes a lot more than like book smart wisdom, right? You don't go to four years yeah. of high school and graduate into life. You really life ex when you learn through experience and you're not slowing down, it can take longer to recognize the patterns because you're in just repeat, right? Like so, yeah, emotional intelligence. Yeah. But I was learning. So this is where I wanted to say something. All those times where I manipulated all those things, this is where perspective changed. Yes, there are people, humans are easy to manipulate. They're not doctors like these. Why? This is where the idea had to go out the window. When I learned the dark side to see them no different than me, this is the dark side, right? I manipulated the doctors to get drugs and all that. But that perspective of equality, because in the end, I did not see them. It helped me not see them as, wait a second, they say this and this. And I just, as a 19-year-old kid, started really like questioning everything. But those people helped me, and they were trying their best. They didn't know most narcotics in the earth, like were described. The, the policy for pain management was to treat pain management with as much as possible to make them feel as that was doctor medical policy in the nineties and stuff. So they were, well, then they had all these like psychiatrists 
How, what makes a psychiatrist different than a psychologist? Because he gives out these fucking drugs, drugs. That, that, that do nothing for anybody. Industry. They don't talk to you. And like maybe 1% of the population actually benefits from taking depressed, you know, like SSRIs and that bullshit so that I've been on. And that medication therapy, like to help to. So medication can be very helpful when needed, but they've kind of turned these things into these permanent things that they can get away with. Like, especially with the placebo type effect with some of the meds, like most of most of the antidepressants and stuff I noticed were very mental. They had very little effect. The ones that had the effect were very addictive. So these medications, they're always trying to get this addictive enough to make you take it every day and not look like you're going to inject it. And then do you see what I'm saying? They just, yeah. And I mean, I hold some deep seated resentments for when I was in rehab and they had everybody on Seroquel. It was just a bunch of, they were, they were, there was zero. Oh God. It makes me sick. Even thinking of there was, so yeah, there was no healing in that space. So that's the truth. Like it was always in those groups, right? This, this is good to talk about. Let's just talk about the, the meds they'll give us that have slight effects and, the trick is don't tell the doctors. There's a lot of meds that do have euphoric effects. I learned not to talk about because they'll take them away. <laughs> so like, but no, I mean, my whole idea was to, con to continue to protect myself after my dad died. And I'd done all this awful stuff. I stole from my brother and this really crazy Xanax episode and stuff. And so much shame, man. I, that's what people, that's me. 12 other people just like that with like this oil tycoon son, like this crazy. And all of us were just in pretty entitled, spoiled kids that were suffering though. We were still suffering and hurting. And so when medications are shown, they show this power that talking doesn't seem to have, right? It just didn't seem to have the same oomph as that swallow that pill and fill like escapism and Seroquel, I never like, Oh God, that that's a bit, they take they've, in jails. They, you know, they cheat their pills and they, Seroquel, they're all the antipsychotics, which have the worst, make you so depressed, so depressed. And they're like, Oh, you meant no, it's depressed. And people want to, and they, they're awful meds and they keep giving them to society because these people don't know how to stand up for themselves, right? These lower, like all the homeless people that get put on these meds, these formularies paid for by Medicare and all, or Medi we're not going to get into that, but tell, I'm telling you, they have chosen meds that are awful. They're cheap and they overcharge and they're night from the 1950s, right? Like it's just, medications it sucks man and it really I, does it, i've it, had help with them and i've clearly had problems with them so learning they're not black and white as well they're mm -hmm. you know so therapy though man i it's it's very helpful you get better when you surrender and slow down so i'm just trying to think of the hints i would tell people that are starting therapy it's to listen to your inner your inner bell i call it there's an inner intuition of being a zing when you feel the zing with people like the connectedness, it's an indication that something in your heart is saying, hey, this is going to lead to an open, uh, the zing is like the pre-wing, right? The zing in here, the indication to follow that path. And when I surrendered and listened, like closed my eyes even, and the therapist and, and addressed my needs and was willing to be brave. And that doesn't mean like just be somewhat brave. And and that can just be finding the right therapist and it takes time. So anyway, look into different modalities too. do not, I mean, for me, 
finding different treatments was am is amazing. Like that. That's yeah, and I, I would second. I would second every everything he was said, and basically, yeah, just find what works for you ultimately, and just you got to experiment. But yeah, uh, that's what therapy is a, a hard one because it's it does have a bit of shame associated with it. Yeah. Like, I, so anyway, if you are someone out there that isn't getting therapy and you know you should, then this is your reassurance that you better do it. So yep, absolutely. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, I just wanted to thank everybody for listening and we appreciate y'all. Please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor, whichever protocol you're listening to. We appreciate you and we're, uh, Alexander and I are creating a global community and uh, brothers and sisters, we appreciate y'all. Yep, thanks. All right.